0: Insights were taking over that direction and just say, Man of God, we draw on you. Say, We're pulling on the anointing. That's God's grace that is upon your life. Speak to us now. We receive and obey. Stand to your feet and let's celebrate God for my friend and my brother, Dr. Frederick.
1: celebrate my friend, my brother, your bishop, Bishop Kevin Foreman. Come on, give it up. Amen. I love this man of God. I love all that he represents. So much so, we, we often in the moments that we have the opportunity to talk, I often share with him that you know, if I, if I could, and we're working out how we can do that, is to get all of my leadership just kind of injected with the principles that I see operating here at Harvest and through him and in his life. Amen. I want to just say this because whenever God is advancing and excelling you, the foundation has to be right. And what this man of God or what God has usually needed to build or have the blueprint for It has limitless, limitless. There's no cap on where you will go. And so I don't take it lightly that he believes enough in the God in me that in times like these he will allow me to come and be a voice those he loves. He loves you. I want you to know that he, he, he loves you. Um, as Paul said, the thing that weighs on me daily is the care of all the churches. And I hear his heart. I'm close to him. He loves you. Amen. And and although it seems sometimes um, it is tough, it's because he will not allow you to be any less than what you should be. And so today we're gonna continue to flow in honor. Foundationally, we'll find it from Romans, from Romans chapter 13, talking about the spirit of honor. Bible says, be subject, and I'm just reading a little bit of it, just be subject to the powers that be, for the powers that be are ordained of God. First service, I immediately went and I put emphasis on the man of God. But today, but in this service, I want to show you how it's going to be easier for you to do that because if those things that are put in place are or ordained of God, then when you come against the order of God, you actually come against God himself. And so now this morning, I want to show you how you do all things as unto the Lord. Because ultimately, that is where all the honor Is bestowed upon. However, I I cannot leave out. I cannot leave out the principle. For the individual who feels that. Well, I can honor God. Without honoring what he set up. There's no way you can do that. And so that's why I started out at 915. Pointing directly to what he set up. That in eleven. I can go to who set it up. Amen. Tell your neighbor, say, we have to honor God. And so he said, the powers that be are ordained of God. And I just want to set this up. I want to set this up. Is because we're right now in, the, in a nation. We're in a nation um, where from the top, there's, there's a lot of dishonor taking place and of course although we we do have um constitution and laws and things like that that govern us and I understand our freedom amen of of being able to speak I'm being choice with my words because I know what platform I'm on amen um still in that we have to still be respectful amen and so what I want to show us uh, as well this morning is is When you dishonor the office, (laughs) you get in trouble with God. Amen. And so sometimes as mature individuals, even if I may not totally understand I'm not even going to use the word agree. I'm going to say, understand what my authority is doing. I still have to honor and respect the office that is set in place. And so it's these things right here where we find God saying, touch not my anointed do my prophet no harm and so when we look at someone like David I'm setting this up we're going to go somewhere real quickly we look at someone like David who was anointed to be the king however as long as Saul was in the position of king he honored the position that he was in and would not do him any harm amen and right now we're living in an age right now where where from from babies up to individuals that are senior citizens, there is a spirit of disrespect and a spirit of dishonor that is running rampant. And so if the church is going to be the church, we we have a great opportunity in this moment when systems are falling, When morality is down, when integrity has been shaken, we can now be a sounding board to a nation that has lost its integrity and say, we can teach you how to honor. How many of y'all are going to join me with that? Amen. That you're going to embrace the spirit of honor. So the Bible says, and give honor where honor is due. You could get a speeding ticket and have to go to court. And as soon as the judge walks out, they're going to say, All rise. And everybody in the room, without resistance, is going to stand up. But it's amazing. That when the voice for your life that has something to do with your soul, which is eternal, that when his presence is in a room, you still handle that grace or that office or that anointing or that person as if they are beneath. The devil is alive. We have to bring the honor back. Let me help you with your household. Your children are watching you. And they hear what you say. So if you disrespect your leadership at home. If you disrespect your leadership at the house. And at the same time you demand respect from them. Don't expect them to give it because they saw you disrespect the authority in your life however you want them to respect the authority that you have over them it does not work like that so we have to allow our children to see us honor those that we are subject to want to navigate to Colossians Bishop I apologize with that because he downloaded it to me while I was sitting over there amen Colossians chapter 3 verse number 1 the Bible says if then if ye then be risen with Christ seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Verse 2 Set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear. Then shall ye also appear with him, everybody say in glory. in glory. Verse 14, verse 15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in in you richly with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Everybody say, to the Lord. Lord." And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Then he goes into a household. He says, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit unto the Lord. Everybody say honor. Honor. This spirit of dishonor is like a cancer. We're in a place right now where anything goes. The Bible said there rose up a generation that knew not God. I told you all at 915 that the anointing that you cannot respect is the anointing that you cannot receive. Amen. Husbands, love your wives. Be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things. The Bible says in all things, in all things. Everybody say in all things. In all things, things saying all, all things. For this is well pleasing unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Tell somebody, say honor. honor. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Honor. gotta deal with this. Gotta deal with this. Jesus said prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown. And so he could not do many miracles in his own hometown because of the level of dishonor that they had for him. I said in 915 and I showed us where Prior to that, Jesus had just left Capernaum and the Bible says everyone was healed. What was the difference from Capernaum and his hometown? It had nothing to do with the atmosphere of the region. It had everything to do with the honor they bestowed upon who he was. I want to establish this morning... That God has a system that he has set up, and he is the one that set it up. And so this morning, I want to be sure that we put honor back on who he is. First and foremost, the Bible says, according to Colossians, that he has risen. He died for us. I want to walk down through there. He gave his life for us. In response, how do we handle him? When he sought for a man that would stand in the gap and make up the hedge and could not find any. However, he said, prepare me a body. I'll go myself. Let me tell you something. This salvation issue was never your issue. Salvation was never your dilemma. Salvation was God's dilemma because he loved what he created. You never had the ability to save yourself in the first place. And so when there was a disconnection in the garden and when man separated himself from God, The Bible says he immediately began to try to cover himself with fig leaves and things that were dying themselves and that was disconnected. But the only way back to God was through shed blood. And there was nothing that we could do. But God says, since I love what I created, Because the enemy had set up something, he had, God had, he was looking at you who he loved. But something had entered into you which he hated. So now God is an oxymoron because how do I continue to love what I love but embrace what I also hate? If you ever really go back to the cross and really understand what Jesus really, really did for you, you will not have a problem with honor. Oh, God, I'm going to say that again. I said if you really, really go back to the cross and pay attention to what the Lord did for you, you would not have a problem with honor. I'm going to say it one more time. I said, if you really went back to the cross and pay close attention to what Jesus did for you, you would not have a problem with honor because actually there was supposed to be every one of us on that cross. Y'all ain't gonna help me right here. That was supposed to have been us that was up there whooped. That was supposed to have been us that was beaten. That was supposed to be us that got hit with stripes. That was supposed to be us that was pierced in the side. But however, he loved us so much that he died in our place. But then we have a God who gave his all but we can barely show up on time. We have a God that gave his all, but we can't serve on an auxiliary or within a ministry because we don't have time. I've got too much to do. My schedule is too tight. You better check yourself with honor because what if the Lord would have said, I don't have time to put on up- says, now when I sing, whether it's on the praise team, it's in the choir, now I don't have to be the star. Or wherever, wherever I serve within the ministry and the institution that he set up, because you have to understand God did set this up. I don't have to be the star because everything I do from now, I do it as unto the Lord. Tell your neighbor, change your perspective. You will never be able to serve your leader if you can't first serve God. And you can't serve God if you can't serve your leader. You can't separate the two. It goes together. Tell somebody, say, watch the honor. Honor is so powerful that we have to We have to really pay attention to those who stand as an intercessor. The reason why we honor God is because God God intercepted our death and gave us life because he died in our place. Then he set up an institution called the church. A living organism. And he has a way that he chooses to flow and meet with you. That's why the Bible says, and how can they hear without a preacher? I'm not going to get no help down through here. Hallelujah. Yeah, that goes for the 15 of individuals who think that they can hear God on their own. Yes, we have the Holy Ghost. And yes, God can speak to you. But you cannot hear without the preacher that God put in your life. That's just how he set up the institution. I'm sorry, except you come through the door. You are not my disciple. So I have to do it as unto the Lord. The reason why he says that, because watch this right here, wife you're not going to always want to want to serve or honor or respect him your husband in the capacity by which you should just based on looking at him but when you change your perspective and understand that I'm doing this as unto the Lord then I'm not going to have a problem submitting to my husband I won't have a problem submitting to my leader because I do it as unto God so if you're not doing it you're really telling God how you feel about him. What are you living for? I don't know about you. But I'm still living to hear him say, well done. Y'all ain't saying nothing up in here. That's why I don't have a problem getting in a plane. I don't have a problem going wherever the man calls. Lord, send me, I'll go. Because what I'm living for, everything I do, I do it as unto you. And all I want to hear you say is well done. Because what you did for me, I can never repay. Is there anybody in here that, understand, Lord, what you did for me, I can never repay, but what I have such I give unto you. We act like God hasn't done anything. Come here, 10 lepers. All of them got healed. But one came back and said, God, I'm thankful. Lord, I honor you for what you did. I wasn't just following you for the miracle signs and wonders but Lord I really wanted a relationship God I didn't come to harvest just so you could pay my light bill God I came to harvest because I wanted a relationship with you is there any other lepers up in here like me that say Lord I honor you today and I'm glad for what you did in my life cause had it not been for the Lord that was on my side where would I be Because to whom who has been forgiven much serves the greatest. Don't miss this. The one who returned to give honor. The other nine, Bishop, got healed. But if you watch the text, the one who returned was made whole. Tell somebody there is a difference. Because All of the repercussions as a result of having leprosy all those years, the other nine only left here from leprosy, but they were still in debt, they still had problems. Y'all ain't saying nothing here, but the one that showed honor and came back, he was made whole. In other words, he wasn't just healed, but he got his house back, he got his money back, he got his mind back, he got his peace back. Is there anybody in here that say, Lord, Honor you. So where does this, where does this take us? Was a sister, real problem with Miriam, her real struggle was that she was Moses' sister. The whole problem was, is that she measured herself, she sized herself up with Moses because they came out the same womb but she messed around and started messing herself up because she didn't understand that there was something put on Moses that was going to shift her entire bloodline y'all ain't saying nothing here I said can you still honor and serve even if you came from the same womb but then God raises up one above you that you got to honor and serve Better watch Tell somebody, better watch your mouth. Because the Bible says this right here, this is what they said. This is what they said about Jesus. They began to say when he began to perform miracles and do great signs and wonders, there were people in the crowd saying, well, ain't that Joseph's son? Don't get no help right down through here. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, because people always want to try to attach you back to the natural. They don't ever want to respect your supernatural. Y'all better help me up in here but I want to let you know God is getting ready to make the world respect his supernatural. I ain't going to help me. Y'all ain't going to help me down through here. Hallelujah. I said the world is about to respect the supernatural that God put on his life. So Miriam they they start having a conversation about Moses. They start saying stuff like, well, don't God talk to us? Oh, oh, watch this right here. But don't God talk to us? The Bible says, and God heard them. He leaned his in. Let me tell you something. God hears you. God hears the side conversations. God's sitting in the meeting after the meeting. God followed you to aha. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing up in here. Hallelujah. I said, and the Lord heard them. And God said, yeah, I speak to prophets. He said, yeah, I speak to prophets a certain way. Yeah, I might. Yeah, maybe I do talk to you. But how I talk to Moses is not how I talk to you. He said, I talk to Moses face to face. Y'all ain't going to help me up in here. He said, Moses is my friend. You better be careful when you start messing with what God put in place because it just might be God's friend. Saying nothing up in here. Hallelujah. And God don't play about his friends. I said the Lord don't play about his friends. Oh, I feel like preaching down through here. I said, God don't play about his friends. Boy, you better watch your voice, black boy. Hallelujah. I feel a preach coming on down through here. He said, watch this right here. He said, I don't play about my friends. Why did God get so angry? I'll tell you why. Because what God had set up through Moses was his church in the wilderness. Which was a foreshadow of the church that he was going to birth at Pentecost. And so when Miriam and them started whispering, it reminded God of the coup d'etat that Satan did when they was in heaven. And because he had dishonored God, he got kicked out going to get no help right here, through here and so God said oh no baby we ain't going to do this turn to your neighbor and say no we're not going to do this <laughs> y'all ain't going to help me right here turn to tell somebody else say no 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 we're not going to do this <laughs> hallelujah oh yeah turn to tell somebody say no we're not going to do this Now I know you might be an elder in here You might be a leader in here And yeah God might speak to you But don't ever size yourself up With your senior leader Because God talks to him Face to face Y'all ain't saying nothing So do what God said God said I heard him He said, you go get them jokers. Don't y'all miss the text here. He said, you go get them and tell them to meet me at the the gate of the temple. He said, tell them to come meet me at the gate. Now, don't miss that. Because we know God always remained in the holies of holies. And the only one that could go back there was a high priest. But God was so upset, God said, no, tell them jokers to meet me at the gate. I'm coming out there, holies are holies, and I'm going to come to the front of the gate. Tell them to meet me at the gate so I can deal with this right here. You ever want to get God mad? Start messing with his man. You ever want to get God messed up? Start talking about his leader. don't y'all mess with me right here but the problem was they claimed that it was because he was about to marry somebody they didn't like it was racial profiling oh don't make me, come, don't make me call out this nation I said it was racial profiling. So what God is saying is we got to honor one another. Every human being got to honor the other human being. It don't matter what nation you come from, I owe you honor because you're made and in the image and after the likeness of God. I don't care if you're black, I don't care if you're white, I don't care if you're Hispanic, I've got to honor you if I honor God. and y'all ain't got to tell me here because I'm a prophet let me just tell you something here because some of y'all are struggling right now because you're from another ethnic group and now are people in your ethnic group that got a problem with you serving this man because he don't look like you but I need y'all to step up in here and say baby I'm going to honor my man of God because God said do it You couldn't find a pastor that looked like you? Y'all ain't saying nothing here. Hallelujah. Tell say no, baby, I got to obey God. I got to obey God. I got to obey God. Turn to tell your neighbor say, neighbor. And God has a sense of humor. Because how he deals with Miriam, he turns her white. See, y'all playing. I said, God got a sense of humor. He strikes her with leprosy and her whole skin tone changes, y- y'all ladies. Since you got a problem with racial profiling, I'm going to change what you look like until you get it together. I ain't going to get no help now through here. Hallelujah. Tell somebody you better watch it. You better watch it. But because Moses is meek. Moses is meek. Because had it been some of us with Miriam, we'd say, yeah, uh uh-huh, gone kill her. Moses was so meek, Moses went back to God and began to cry out for the very one that tried to mess up his whole camp isn't it funny that the same people that wrong you you're the only one that got the grace to get the leprosy off them will you come high five me right there y'all ain't saying nothing here I said you're the only one that got the grace to get the leprosy back off of them Moses began to pray, say to her, say, Moses started talking to God, say, listen here, God, no, Lord, don't do it. He said, I already did it. And then God says this. I mean, God God was upset. God said, had it been her own daddy that she dishonored, he would have spit in her face and put her out the camp for seven days. It's in the Bible. In other words, if your own natural daddy is not going to let you dishonor him, how do you think you're going to come to Moses or come to the man of God and not be, y'all, they said, not be dealt with for your dishonor? You can't talk to your own daddy like that. How you think you're going to talk to God's man, God's friend like that? We got to get ourselves together. I got three minutes. Let me go down through here. Why does God sentence her to seven days in confinement? Because leprosy causes isolation. You can always tell who has it. Because they shouted every Sunday in the month of September, but they had moved all October. They got a spirit of dishonor and a spirit of offense that has taken over their life. And now they're isolated. God says, no, I got to get them out to the camp. Because leprosy is contagious. Whew. Dishonor is contagious. It was so contagious that even Satan took several angels with him. God says, anybody that begins to move in dishonor, we got to treat them as if they got leprosy. We don't need to touch them. We need to stay away from them because if we get around them, it just might infect us. I ain't going to get no help down through here. Uh-huh. So in other words, what you got to do is you got to make sure that you don't let your sister or your brother infect you with the same dishonor that they got going on. She gets put out, she gets put out of camp seven days. till she gets dealt with. But even in that, God is still showing how graceful he is. Y'all ain't going to help me down through here. Don't sit here and act like you never had leprosy. And God had to push you away. Y'all ain't saying nothing here until you got your mind together, till you got your heart together, till you got your spirit together. Is there anybody here grateful that say, Lord, I'm so glad I'm back in the camp? Y'all ain't saying nothing up in here because I remember what it was like to be out the camp. I remember what it was like to be out of your presence. But I'm so glad I'm back in your presence. I'm glad I'm back in the camp. Anybody here glad that you're back in the camp? honor is so powerful that even when I die I'm a dying honor y'all think I'm playing I tell them all the time those who follow in me I'm not just going to teach you how to live I'm going to teach you how to die Okay, y'all playing with me y'all ain't saying nothing here because when I leave here I'm going to transfer so much wealth Y'all ain't saying nothing here. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking real here. I'm talking down through here. We got to learn even in honor that it's not just how we live, but it's even how we die. Because a just man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. We, we have to do this as unto the Lord. And that should not be a hard thing. Because he gave it all. Let me tell you this. Until you know what it is to be a pastor. to have to walk through life knowing that you have to give an account for every soul that God links to you. Don't ever compare yourself. Don't lose focus. Whenever you feel like you're about to get off, look back at the cross. Because what he did at Calvary should be enough for you to give your best the rest of your life. There should not be anything that God would not require of you that you're not willing to give.
0: Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator.